Welcome to the Faith Lift Radio Podcast, where doubt is destroyed and your faith is lifted. Here's today's message from Dr. Glenn. Let's open our Bible, please, once again to Proverbs chapter 18. We're talking about the strengthening of your human spirit, strengthening your human spirit. You've got to have a strong spirit. The Bible tells you the spirit of man, Proverbs 18 and verse 24, the spirit of man, what is, will sustain his infirmity. So now you understand one of the function of your spirit. Your spirit is a sustainer. It is to sustain your body, all right, in times of affliction. The spirit of a man will sustain his infirmity, but a wounded spirit who can't bear. Now, I want you to write it this way. I want you please to write it this way, all right? The spirit of a man, the human spirit, all right, will sustain his him, him in bodily affliction, but a weak and a wounded spirit is unbearable. It, it is what? Unbearable. The King James says, but a wounded spirit who can bear. Now, if somebody could put it from the Amplified Bible for me, I would appreciate it. All right. The strong spirit of a man will sustain him in bodily infirmities or afflictions, but a wounded spirit or a weakened spirit who can bear, who can bear. Now, um, I want to also quote to you Ephesians chapter 3. This is the great Apostle Paul. All right, this is the great Apostle Paul says this. Thank you, Ms. Bonnie. The strong spirit of a man sustains him in a bodily pain or trouble, but a weak and broken spirit who can raise up or bear. But what I want you to do is to write this down. A weakened spirit is unbearable. What does that mean? It cannot bear your body. It cannot sustain your body. Now, let's look at Ephesians chapter 3, and we're going to read verse 16. And Paul is praying for the Ephesian saints, and he says this, that he would grant unto you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might by his spirit in their inner man. In their inner man. Let me tell you this. It is ridiculous for you to look like Mr. Olympia in the natural. All right? Olympia, Mr. Olympia is the... uh, bodybuilding um, uh, competition they have. It is ridiculous for you to look like Mr. Olympia on the outside, but on the inside, look like a uh, in your spirit, man, you're a puny little person, okay? And you have a weak, initiated spirit. No, 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 no. This is why my job, uh, 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 my assignment is to make sure that you are strengthened spiritually in your inner man. Now, a weak and a broken spirit is unbearable in the sense that it it cannot bear your body. It cannot bear you up when you are going through tough times. Now, the scripture is very clear. Proverbs chapter 20 and verse, uh, verse, um, 
24, okay? If thou fadest in the day of adversity, your strength is small. Every one of us, we will have some days of adversity. I believe the Message Bible says, if you fall to pieces in a crisis, then there wasn't much to you to begin with. Let me tell you this. Um, everybody will go through some seasons of crisis. All right? Everybody. Uh, thank you, ma'am. Proverbs 24, verse 10. If you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. Now, the message says, if you fall to pieces in a crisis, then what? You, um, there wasn't much to you to begin with. Because many of us, we are legends in our own mind. So my job is to make sure that you have a strong and a cool spirit. Can you say amen? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Um, praise be to Jesus. Uh, let's go to the book of Proverbs 17. Proverbs chapter 17, before I give you some stuff today. Proverbs 17, verse 27. Remember yesterday I talked to you about that your spirit man, um, your body is the sheath for your spirit man. All right, we've discovered that. Proverbs chapter 17, verse 27. But your spirit is what sets the boundaries of your life. Your spirit man is what is known as the sustainer that will sustain you in times of pressure and in times of crisis. All right. Now, let's read Proverbs 17 and verse 27. And if somebody else can put that scripture for me, and Miss, Miss Bonnie, and put different translation. He that has knowledge spareth his words. When you see people who's always spouting off, uh, be careful, okay? Be cautious, all right? And be wary of these kind of people. But a man of understanding is of an excellent spirit. Now, look at the word excellent spirit. If you've got a good Bible, uh, rather than saying the word excellent spirit, it will use the word cool and calm spirit. Cool and calm spirit. A man that has knowledge and understanding is of a cool and calm spirit. So when you're seeing people falling apart and you're seeing people um, losing their rags, all right, when you're seeing people um, losing control, it's because, or it is indicative that they don't have a strong spirit, they don't have a cool spirit, they don't have a calm spirit, but they have a weakened, are you listening? They have a uh, initiated spirit. You have got to learn to become strong on the inside of you. Real strength is in your inner man. Can you can you put your hand on your belly and say with me, real strength is in my inner man. Can you say amen? Praise God. And in life, you will be tried. In life, you will be tried. But you got to have a strong spirit. Praise be to God. All right. So look at uh, if somebody else can put a verse. Uh, thank you, ma'am. Uh, Proverbs 17, 24. He who has knowledge spares his words, and a man of understanding has a cool, a cool spirit. Looking cool is not wearing a $2,000 suit and wearing expensive shoes and rings on all your fingers, but then when a crisis comes, you fall to pieces. That's not cool, man. Looking cool means that you're going through hell, you're going through crisis, praise God, Amen, but you still remain strong. You're like Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego, that they went through the fire. 
King Nebuchadnezzar had the people to throw them in the fire. All right. But in the fire, they were bound and thrown in the fire. But the scripture says, the king said, uh, how many did we throw in there? They said, uh, three, O king. He said, but I see four. And the form of the fourth one looks like the son of God. And he says, I see four men walking, loose and walking. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. Amen. I love that uh, from the New Living Translation. A truly wise person uses few words, and a person with understanding is even tempered. Even tempered. Praise God. Okay. So the way you act in a situation lets you know, amen, how you are. All right. Now, so let's see this. Uh, the Passion Translation says, can you bridle your tongue when your heart is under pressure? Can you bridle your tongue when your heart or when your life is under pressure? That's how you show that you are wise. An understanding heart keeps you cool, calm, and collected no matter what you're facing. Now, come on, put your hand on your heart. Say with me, I'm cool, I'm calm, I'm collected no matter what I am facing. You know, when I was uh, in uh, that uh, hospital and I went, they're about to induce me in the coma. Um, I was cool, calm, collected. I didn't panic, didn't have a fit, all right, because I knew what the Word of God said. A man of knowledge and a man of understanding is of a cool spirit. The reason why you lose your cool, you lose control, and, and, and you lash out at everybody is because you don't have the knowledge, or if you do, you don't have the understanding. All right. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I want to talk to you a little bit today, and I'm going to show you how to develop a strong spirit. So I want to uh, give you some virtues and values of uh, having a strong spirit, okay? So let's write this down, please. I want you to look, uh, write this down as we begin. All right, number one, write this down, please. A strong spirit is a sustainer and a conqueror that will uphold you through any situation. Did you hear what I just said to you? All right, write it down, please. A strong spirit, like I said to you right now, I'm, the, I'm in Texas right now, so I'm not in the studio. That's why we, you know, I don't have all the lights, but uh, I'll, as long as you can see me and hear me, that's all good. That's all that matters to me. So say with me, a strong spirit is a sustainer. Where did we get that? Proverbs eighteen fourteen. The spirit of a man will sustain his infirmity. All right, so a strong spirit, number one, is a sustainer and a conqueror. And it will uphold you through any given situation. Whether it is sickness, financial problem, marital problem, uh, children's problem, a strong spirit, a strong spirit. Before they induced me in that coma, these were the words, these are the uh, words that are consciously said out loud while I was waiting for them to inject me and everything. And I said this, you do not build your house during a storm. Your house must be built and solid before the storm, the cyclone, or the hurricane come. Are you listening? All right. 
because you can't build a house in a cyclone. You can't build a house in a hurricane. Are you listening to me now? All right? So that's what I said. You, you, you build your house before. And I knew I would come out of that coma because of the spirit, um, the strong spirit that I've, t- I've taken the time, took the time to develop for years, for years. This is not something I dabble with. Are you listening? I don't just listen to uh, go to church on Sunday morning. I don't just listen to a message on Sunday morning. No, I'm in this every day, 24-7. Are you listening? As soon as I get back into the hotel, like you know, like right now I'm not home. Whenever I'm back home, I'm just the word, the word. I, I got to get the word into my spirit because that's the only thing that will sustain you. So virtue number one is that your spirit uh, is a sustainer. Can you put your hand on your belly and say with me, my spirit is a sustainer. I've got to have a strong spirit. Remember what I told you yesterday. If you have a strong spirit, but a weak body, it's just a matter of time before your weak body catches up with the strength in your spirit man, with your spirit man. But if you have a weak spirit and a strong body, it's just a matter of time before your weakness in your spirit will affect the strength of your body and you'll become weak. This is why you've got to have a strong spirit. Can you say amen? And the great virtue of having a strong spirit is that it will enable you to go through anything and still come out smelling like roses. When uh, when Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego came out of the fire, right, and they were talking to the king, the king said, the Bible says, there was no smell of smoke on their clothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, is that true today? Some of us, my God, the moment we're going through any kind of crisis, Lord, you can see smoke everywhere. Not just smoke on your clothing, but some people start to well, start smoking. Good grief. Are, are, are you listening? Well, what are you doing? Well, I'm just trying to uh, temper down my stress. That ain't going to do it. That's not going to do it. Are you listening? All right. So, but there was no smell of smoke on their bodies. All right. Now, now. So, it, it uh, this covers all of the spectrum of problem. Not only will your strong spirit allow you to go through anything, but it will not bow, just like Meshach. Shadrach and Abednego, we will not bow. Come on, say with me, I will not bow, I will not bend, I will not burn, and I will not collapse. Come on, say with me, I will not bow, I will not bend, I will not burn, and I will not collapse. Come on, talk to me, talk to me now. Come on, saints, and say with me, I will not bow, I will never bow, I will never bend, I will never burn, glory to God, and will not collapse no matter what I'm going through, because greater is he that is within me than he that is in the world. Amen. So a strong spirit will conquer adversity. A strong spirit makes you a conqueror. Write this down, please. Uh, Having a strong spirit is a trigger to have exploits in life. Having a strong spirit is a trigger to have exploits in life. So a strong spirit makes you like a lion. A strong spirit makes you like a lion, which has the spirit of a conqueror and will not retreat. You know, I remember years ago when I went to the zoo, to the London Zoo. All right. And I was in the summertime and I was mesmerized. I wanted to see the lion. I was I was uh, desperate to see a lion. Okay, now now. 
When I got to the zoo, I thought, you know, the lion would be just pacing up and down, roaring everywhere, all right, just letting everybody know, you know, I'm the king of the jungle. No, 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 no. He didn't do that. He did not do that, all right? The only one that does that is when you're watching Madagascar, <laughs> the cartoon, <laughs> all right? Okay, no, 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 no. That only happens in Madagascar. No, 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 no. In the, in the movie Madagascar, all right? And, and, and um, was it called Alex? Is it called Alex? All right, Alex the Lion. This is not Alex the Lion. I did not see Alex the Lion in the, in the zoo. What I saw, all right, was the lion just laying there quietly, minding his own business, just laying there cool, calm, and collected. Why? Because he knows who he is. He knows who he is. But you know who was pacing up and down making all the noise? The monkeys. Monkeys were making all kind of noises and all kind of uh, grimaces and, 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 and all kind of junk. Are you listening? So the question I've got to ask you, are you a lion or are you a monkey? All right? You've got to quit that monkeying around. You got, you, you, what you're having is too much monkey business. All right? You've got too much monkey business going on. Oh, you're listening, but you got to be like a lion. Praise God! You know I, I, what I like in the in the uh, um, uh, in the film Madagascar, right? Is the the penguins smile and wave, boys, smile and wave. And that's the way you ought to be, man. That's the way you ought to be when you're going through trouble. Glory to God! Look at your wife and look at your neighbor and say, "Smile and wave, boys, smile and wave." Amen. And you don't want to be like uh, what's the other character in which I like. Uh, King Julian. <laughs> King Julian is funny, man. All right. Hallelujah. <laughs> King Julian. Uh, physically fit. Physically. <laughs> you don't want that, okay? Hey, man. So the question you got to ask yourself, are you? All right. If you remember one time in the movie Madagascar, is uh, King Julian is waiting for something, and he says in his Indian accent, how long is this going to take? <laughs> All right, so the question you got to ask yourself, my brothers and my sisters, are you, all right, uh, like the penguins that say, smile away, boys, or are you like King Julian and you keep saying all the time, how long is this going to take? How long is this going to take? So your spirit man is a sustainer. Can you say amen? Praise the Lord. Look at Proverbs chapter 30 and verse 30. Proverbs chapter 30. And verse 30. So no more monkey business. All right. You got to be like a lion. Glory to God. Proverbs chapter 30 and verse 30 says, A lion which is strongest among beasts turns not away far any. The lion does not turn away. Miss Bonnie goes, I'm going to have to watch Madagascar. Yeah, you do. Amen. Yeah, you do. <laughs> all right. I, by the way, I love cartoons. All right. I love cartoons. But if I have to watch one more episode of Peppa Pig and Coco Melon, good Lord. Oh, Jesus. That's what my grandbaby watches all the time. Coco Melon and, and uh, what do you call it? Um, Peppa Pig. Uh, like the other day, I, was, I had enough of it. I said, listen, no more of this Peppa Pig. All right, let's watch some real cartoons. Tom and Jerry, glory to God. That's what you call cartoons. All right, praise God. All right, so a lion which is strongest among the beasts turns not away for any. Amen. 
That's what I'm saying to you. Amen. We will not burn. We will not bow. We will not bend. And we will not collapse. And we will not turn any before any. Miss Bonnie, you are blessed if you haven't seen Peppa Pig. All right? <laughs> uh, Peppa. P-E-P-P-A. <laughs> this is Peppa. <laughs> oh, Lord. They might come up with some new pig now called Peppa Pig. What is this French pig? Is it? <laughs> yes, Barry, if you haven't seen Peppa Pig, be thankful. Your life is wonderful and glorious. <laughs> Glory to God. All right, now, so ladies and gentlemen, so your spirit, when you have a strong spirit, come on, say with me, I have a strong spirit. I can go through anything. So let me say this to you now. A strong spirit does not say, I can't take this no more. Okay, I can't take this no more. Barry says, do the French pig oink again. Incidentally, if you do not know how to speak French, I can teach you how to laugh in French. Laughing in French is very easy. All you got to go, <laughs> all right? A strong spirit does not say, I cannot take this anymore. Oh, this is too much for me. All right, this is too much for me. Or when you hear people say, "I'm the end of my, I am at the end of my ropes. I'm done with this. Uh, this is too much for me." Uh, no, 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 no. That indicates that you, you know, I can't take this no more. Indicates that you have a weak spirit. Glory to God, Amen. Whereas when you have a strong spirit, you will look at the problem square in the eyes and tell the devil and tell the problem if it's a fight you want, a fight you're gonna get. But I want you to know, Mr. Devil, I want you to know that when the dust settle, God and I will be standing up and you will be under my feet. Can you say amen? All right. Now, now, uh, when you have a strong spirit, you're like David. You will say, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thou art with me. Amen. That's thy rod and thy staff. They comfort me. Praise God. I will Fear no evil. All right. Now, number two, I want you to write this down, please, ladies and gentlemen. How, what is the second indication and second benefit of having a strong spirit? Praise the Lord. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, the Lumiere laugh. All right. Is that a strong spirit, ladies and gentlemen, finds it easy to yield to God and his word without arguing with the B-I-B-L-E, thus making the Logos to become your logic. Now, hear me again. Hear me again now. A, str a strong indication that you have, a, a great indication that you have a strong spirit is that you easily yield to what God says to what the word the word says, and no fussing with the Bible. You'll hear people say, "Well, I know the Bible says that, but there ain't no buts. There's no but. Yeah, I know the Bible says don't worry about anything, but you don't understand. No, no, you don't understand. The word says, the Scripture says, forever, O Lord." Thy word is settled. 
So when you're dealing with the B-I-B-L-E, you're dealing with a settled thing. God's word is not going to change. Did you know that if you open your Bible in 1977, let's say today is November the 9th, right? And let's say you open your Bible in November the 9th, 1977, your Bible is saying exactly the same thing that it is saying today on November the 9th, uh, 2021. Are you listening? So strong spirit, ladies and gentlemen, will yield to God and his word without arguing with the word of God. There's no yeah, but, what if, no, no, no. The yeah, but, what if, these are the emblems of unbelief. Are you listening to me now? These are what now? Emblems of unbelief. These are the badges of unbelief. Yeah, but, what if, you don't know, you don't understand. These are badges of unbelief. Are you listening to me now, saints? Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, a strong spirit, okay, person, a person with a strong spirit has made the decision and has come to the understanding, right, that the word is first and final authority in their lives. If the Bible says it, that settles it. That settles it. You don't argue with it. Amen. You just believe it and act upon it. Praise God. Can you say amen? Can you say amen? Okay. Now, let's go. Uh, I want you to do this now. That's the forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in the heavens. It's Psalms 119 and verse 89. Psalms 12, verse 6 says, The word of the Lord are pure words as silver tried in the furnace of the earth, purified seven times. Can you say amen? Now, write this down, please. If you're going to argue with anybody, argue with the devil and argue with the circumstances, but don't argue with God because God is not your problem. God is your answer. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. Amen. Argue with the devil over what God has said, rather than arguing with God over what the devil has said, over what the doctor has said. If I had listened to the doctor, they didn't think I was going to make it. In fact, when I came out of the coma, they said to me, um, didn't think you were going to make it. I said, well, I sure was glad I didn't agree with you. I didn't ask you. Amen. Someone said, well, if you asked me, well, I didn't ask you. I asked the word. And the word says, by his stripes, ye were healed. Are you listening? So you don't argue with the word when you have a strong spirit. You argue with Satan. You argue with the devil. You argue with circumstances. Can you say amen? Can you say thank you, Jesus? All right. The Bible tells you in Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 27. Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 27. The Bible says don't give place to the devil. Do not give place to the devil. All right. So write this down, please. Write this down. When you have a strong spirit, it gives you the power of resistance. Say that with me, please. When I have a strong spirit, it gives me what? The power of resistance. When I have a strong spirit, it gives you the power of resistance. Now, uh, James chapter 4 and verse 7 says, 
We're going to combine that with Ephesians 4.27. James 4.7 says, Submit yourself, therefore, to God. Resist the devil. What did it say? Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. He will flee from you. Peter says the same thing. He says, think it not strange concerning the fiery trials, as if something strange um, is happening to you, but you resist steadfastly in the faith. Resisting steadfastly in the faith. So you know, number three, that when you have a strong spirit, it gives you the power of resistance. All right, so we're told in Ephesians 4.27, neither give place to the devil. Now, the word place is the Greek word topos, T-O-P-O-S. And from the word topos, you get the word topography. And the word topography, ladies and gentlemen, refers to the measuring, the surveying of the land. All right, the measurement of the land. So what is Paul saying to you now? He's saying, do not give the devil an inch. Don't give him a, a yard. Why? Because if you give the devil an inch or a yard, he'll take a mile because the devil is not a gentleman. Are you listening? So it gives you the power of resistance and don't give him any place. All right. Now, now look at 1 Corinthians 15, 32. 1 Corinthians 15 and 32. And look at what Paul says here. If I, after the manner of men, have fought the, with beasts, with beasts at Ephesus. Well, there was no lion fighting him. No dogs fighting him. All right. It was demons, the beasts of Ephesus, the religious leaders, the, the, the insurrection that was uh, against him, even though they were by people. But there were demons behind these. Are you listening? And so Paul fought with the beasts of Ephesus. And you will know that one of the major beasts of Ephesus was Diana, uh, the uh, the goddess Diana, the demon Diana. Are you listening? Uh, that was that city was sold to that spirit and that idol. Are you listening now? Now, now, so Paul took on the principalities and powers behind the religious leaders and won the victory. That's how he could plant churches there. Can you say amen? Praise God. Amen. You see, the devil will come against you, but you must be prepared to resist him. I love that song. And this is one of the songs that I kept playing uh, when I was in the hospital. Praise God. Me and the devil had a tussle, but I won. I hate the devil. The devil hates me. Me and the devil had a tussle, but I won. Can you lift up your hands with me and say with me, me and the devil had a tussle, but I won. Me and the devil, I hate the devil, and the devil hates me. Me and the devil had a tussle, but I won. Can you say amen? So what kind of resistance, what do I need to resist? What do you need to resist, ladies and gentlemen? What kind of resistance power do you need? Number one, you need to resist the devil Amen. As he attempts to thwart your destiny. You need to have resistant power against the devil as he attempts to thwart, to deviate, to abort your destiny. All right. You'll, you'll see that also in the life of the Apostle Paul. Look at what Paul says here. 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, 1 Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 18. Look at what he says here. So that's what 
you must have a strong spirit in order to resist Satan. First Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 18, the scripture says, wherefore, look what Paul says now. This is the great apostle Paul. He says, wherefore, amen, we would have come unto you, even I, Paul, once and again. Uh, one Bible says one time and second time. But Satan hindered me. Satan hindered us. Think about that. One, one Bible says he blocked me. Satan prevented me, prohibited me, resisted me. Resistance against resistance. Are you listening? You've got to resist the resistor who is the devil. He will resist your destiny. He will try to block your destiny. So you've got to resist the devil, uh, the one who attempts to thwart your destiny. All right. Now, now uh, the NIV says, for we wanted to come to you. Certainly, I, Paul, did again and again, but Satan blocked our way. Um, the Berean Study Bible put it this way. For we wanted to come to you, indeed I, Paul, tried again and again, but Satan obstructed, obstructed us. All right, the New English translation says, For we wanted to come to you, I, Paul, in fact, tried again and again, but Satan thwarted us, blocked us, and thwarted us us. Are you listening? So he will try to resist your destiny. You've got to have resistant power to block the enemy. Can you say amen? Can you say hallelujah? Glory to God. Amen. Now, 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 now. look at what happened to Nehemiah when he was endeavoring to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Look at Nehemiah chapter 4, verse 6 to verse 9. Nehemiah chapter 4, verse 6 to verse 9 says, so built we the wall, and all the wall was joined together unto the half thereof, for the people had a mind to work. Now look at this now. But it came to pass that when Sanballat and Tobiah and the Arabians and the Ammonites and the Ashdodites heard that the, the walls of Jerusalem were made up and that the breaches began to be stopped, they were very angry. And they conspired, all of them, together to come and to hinder, to fight against Jerusalem and to hinder it. Notice that, to obstruct it. When you begin to rebuild the walls of your life, when you begin to rebuild the walls of your family, all right, the broken walls, the enemy broke the walls of your life. And when you decide to rebuild it, let me tell you this right now, there will be some Sambalots and some Tobiah that will come to try to resist you and to try to come and hinder you. This is why you've got to have a strong spirit. Can you say amen? Now write this down, please. A strong spirit will enable you to outlast the attacks of the enemy. You go toe-to-toe -to -toe with the devil, amen, and outlast him. You will win, amen. You will win if you just learn to stand. Praise God. Can you say amen? So you've got to learn to resist uh, the enemy, the devil, as he attempts to thwart your destiny. Another thing that you need to resist is to resist witchcraft, all right? Wherever you find witchcraft, you will find confusion. 
Let me say it again. Wherever you find witchcraft, you will find confusion. All right. Uh, Peter faced it. And Paul and Barnabas faced it. Um, Philip faced it. It's a reality. Are you listening to me, saints? Can you say amen? Then you've got to learn to resist sin and sickness. A strong spirit will enable you to resist sin and sickness. So remember that we've said that number three, that uh, a strong spirit gives you the power of resistance. So you resist the devil as the attempt to thwart your destiny. Number two, you resist witchcraft. Number three, you resist sin and sickness. You need to learn to give the same resistance to sickness as you would against sin. If the if you were walking down the store in Walmart or wherever, whatever store that you're walking in, and this thought comes into your mind and tells you, why don't you steal that deodorant? All right? Why don't you steal it? What would you say? Would you yield to it? Or you would say, shut up, devil. No, 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 no. I'm not listening to you. You'll, re- you'll resist it and cast that thought down so quick, it's not even funny. All right? So why don't you have the same attitude with sickness, same attitude with uh, infirmity, same attitude with generational and repeated cycles of uh, maladies in your life? No, 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 no. Stop it. Resist it. Resist it. Resist it. Come on, say with me. I will resist it in the name of Jesus. So you resist sickness and disease. Can you say amen? All right, so, hallelujah. A strong spirit will resist and stand tall when attacked by the spirit of infirmities. A strong spirit will resist and what stand tall when attacked by the spirit of infirmity. Now, when I was on that bed of affliction in the in Louisville now, in the hospital, I couldn't walk. Do you know what was the biggest ordeal for me? Biggest ordeal, two ordeals I had that I couldn't, I mean, I had three major ordeals. I couldn't breathe. Number one, I couldn't breathe. Number one, I couldn't breathe, right? COVID attacked my lungs. I had COVID pneumonia. Number two, uh, to urinate was an issue. To urinate, to go pee was an issue, all right? Couldn't stand up to go to go pee. Number three, couldn't walk. Couldn't stand and walk. Couldn't stand and walk. So I laid in that bed. But like I just said to you, a strong spirit will resist and stand tall when attacked by the spirit of infirmity. Even though I couldn't stand, I couldn't get up. You know, do you know what was amazing to me? This is my iPhone, right? I could not even lift my iPhone. That's how weak physically that I was. I could not um, um, lift up my iPhone. And you know, if I say, hey, Siri, you can see now Siri is operating, right? Hey, Siri. He just said, my voice was not strong Sorry, enough. Could you say it again, please? No, go away. Go away, Siri. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. So listen to this now. But I was, because I couldn't even, I didn't even have power to touch my phone, right, to make the phone calls. So I tried to talk to Siri. Hey, Siri. Hey, Siri. There was not enough strength in my voice to talk to my phone to 
make a phone call. That's how weak physically I was. I didn't have strength in my in my arms. I couldn't stand. Uh, and when I tried to stand, I was dizzy. I couldn't breathe. Are you listening to me now? I couldn't pee. It was difficult to urinate. Oh, my Lord, have mercy. Okay, but you know what? The, the strong spirit, praise God, will resist and stand tall when attacked by the spirit of infirmities. Amen. And even though when I was laying in my, on, on my back in that bed, if the only thing I could move was my little finger, that's what I would move. I said, Satan, I can still move my little finger. I can still move my little finger. I can still turn my head. I can still turn my head. Then when Rosie would come, all right, she would put the phone and said, uh, you know, I couldn't even turn around to get, where's my phone? Where's my? Because I didn't have the strength to pick it up. Are you, are you, are you listening? But I kept praying in the spirit. Oh, that's one of the key to building your, your spirit man. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Praying in the Holy Ghost. And thank God uh, that you have access to the, the I put this on uh, on my iTunes. And it has the Bible. It has preaching on it. It will just go into it. And somebody teaching me about faith. Somebody boosting my faith. Are you listening? I told you that uh, in that, in that uh, room, and the hotel, and hotel room, well, it felt like a hotel room, to be honest with you. I was lying there in that room, private room in the hospital, and you have your own private uh, flat screen television and um, your remote control. You can call them for assistance. You can call for, for whatever, you know, what you want, and also have the same remote control to put the TV on. I did not cut the TV on at all because I needed to maintain an atmosphere. Amen. An atmosphere of faith and expectation. Can you say amen? Praise God. So a strong spirit will resist the spirit of death. A strong spirit will resist the spirit of infirmity. Even when your body don't want to do it, you will do it because of your spirit, man. The conditioning of your spirit. So let me ask you a question. What is the condition of your spirit? What is the condition of your spirit? Number four, write this down for today, please. Hallelujah. A strong spirit does not look to the natural for hope, but receives its hope supernaturally from God's promises. Natural hope is dependent upon the improvement of a situation. Are you listening? Whereas supernatural hope comes from what the scripture says. Abraham is the epitome of this. Romans chapter 4 tells you, who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations. All right, that's Romans chapter 4, verse 18 through verse 19. So understand this, that you have two kinds of hope. Natural hope that is dependent upon the what you see, and the improvement of a situation. Whereas supernatural hope, you don't care about seeing anything. All you care about is what does the word say. It comes from the mouth of God. Now, look at Romans chapter 4, verse 18. And if somebody can put the Amplified Bible, if Miss Bonnie, if you can put the Amplified Bible, or anybody else, the King James says, who against hope believed in hope. If he didn't have any hope, why did he have hope? Where did he get the hope? It says that he might become the father of many nations according to that 
which was spoken, according to that which was spoken. Now, the um, Amplified Bible put it this way. All right, it says, Abraham's natural hope being gone. His natural hope, gone. Kaput, finito, nada, zero, zilch, finish, done. Because his body was 99 years old, right? And his wife's body was 90 years old, right? Look what it says here. For Abraham, human reason for hope being gone. But he hoped on in faith. So where did his hope come from? As he had been promised. So a person with a strong spirit does not derive his or her hope from the natural, but from the supernatural source of God's promises. And I had to learn to say, I'm not moved by what I see. I'm not moved by what I feel. You know why? Because I felt terrible. You know what I was seeing? Seeing the doctors talking to one another. It ain't working. This is not working. No matter how much oxygen we're giving him, it's not working. It's not working. We're going to have to incubate him. Oh, we're going to have to do this. We're going to have to do that. If, he does, if we don't do it now, he might die. And this is, this is the conversation that they're having in front of me. Are you, are you, are you listening? Mr. Arrakian, we need to do this right away because if we don't do it right away, your, your situation is critical. And, 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 and this and this and that and that. And while they're talking to me, I was like, you know what? This is what the word says. I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. And I respect you, your profession as a medical doctor. But my hope does not come from you. My hope comes from Jehovah Rapha. Can you say amen, the one who made my body? So I'm not moved by what I'm hearing. That's why you've got to protect your ears. You've got to protect your eyes. What you look at the longest becomes the strongest. What you, be, what you hear the longest become a, and will become an internal reality. Are you listening? But people with strong spirit, glory to God, they derive their hope from the word of God. What do you do? What do you do? Amen. You've got to get your hope from the word. This is what I'm saying to you. This is not a one-day deal for me, a once-a-week deal. No, 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 no. I live in this night and day, day and night. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Faith Lift Radio podcast. For more information about Dr. Glenn and how to offer your financial support, log on to glenarecchion.org.